Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of 180 Degrees. I'm so excited, and I have a very special person in studio. We have been hinting at her brand new appearance, and I'm so finally excited to introduce you guys to her. Give it up for Amarain Bays. Hello, hello, everybody. It's finally good to be here with you all. Oh, my goodness. It's a pleasure to have you in studio. I will have to mention the fact that someone is not here, as you guys know. Inga will not be with us for the next couple months because she has actually recently just given birth to a beautiful, bouncing, gurgling baby girl, Myra Ray. So as we say goodbye to her for some time, we're going to say a very lovely, very excited hello to Amore. And I'm really, really happy that you're here. Oh, thank you. And everyone, please have patience with me while I learn the ropes. But yeah, I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to take partake in the show. That is great stuff. So tell me, how was your Easter weekend? Oh, it was really good. Spent it with the family. Uh, Luana, one of the yes. previous hosts that we're yes. here, is my sister. And uh, the family went over to her house to celebrate to celebrate Easter. She has a little girl, almost two now. So oh. Easter is always special with children. They grow up so fast. How was your Easter? My Easter was very interesting, actually. My um, father invited one of his pastor friends over and he had lunch with us. And then my sister, she didn't come, neither did her husband, but her children came. And I had to babysit them. And you know what? It was a, it was a journey. They really got obsessed with watching Kung Fu Panda. <gasps> my this favorite is, movie. It was, it was not the movie, though. There's apparently a series out on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. There are so many different versions of mm. Kung Fu Panda now, but they're all good. Right? And I was so surprised because, like, the the voice actor of Poe was not Jack Black. Wait, it's no. someone else, but it sounded exactly the same. But how? I know, right? I was so shook. I was so shook. Well, if you guys would like to tell us how your Easter weekend went, we would love to hear from us from you. Please WhatsApp us at 081 1657 Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. Welcome to the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show. Now, if you guys are familiar with what happens here, we give you a few things you could possibly get down in Cape Town and do. Now, as you know, we have just come out of the Easter weekend. In fact, we're currently still on a holiday. It's a public holiday, family day or something. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's yesterday's holidays kind of carried over to yeah. Mondays, which is one of my favorite things about South Africa. Same. They really understand that we need that long weekend. Right. So I have just a few like Easter things you can do because apparently some places are still celebrating Easter. As they should be. Indeed. The first one is you can visit the Inferdom Private Game Reserve for the Easter discount. Now from the 2nd of April to the 25th of June, the Inferdom Private Game Reserve will offer 50% off. The park is about two and a half hours away from Cape Town and the reserve has luxury tents and a family chalet and it's, it's just the ultimate glamping experience. Guests can choose between the large rooms, Tanqua or Ambassador Chalets, and can enjoy two nights of luxurious accommodation. For two adults, including welcome drinks, two game drives, and all meals, and it will only cost about five and a half only per couple. <laughs> For a two-day stay, you can find the reserve on the R356 on Sutherland Road on the Breda River. The next is you can visit the Cape Milner Boutique Hotel. Now, guests can enjoy a free night stay when they pay for a two night in a standard room or they have two children under the age of 12, they can stay for free. The stay includes a special Easter themed breakfast and an Easter surprise for the children. 
You can find the hotel at the Cape Mona Boutique on 2 Mona Road in Tamboerskloof and it costs about 776 rand per person. Note that this deal is only available for South African residents and I know that I'm not sure when exactly this deal ends but I know it is going well into April. So it's not something that you will have to worry about running out of and that's all I have for you guys. Unfortunately, there are not more Easter themed fun things you can do in Cape Town. Well, I think COVID is really just not so, so true. Yeah. Like so true. it's it's hard to have because like mm-hmm. Easter is a very big group yeah. gathering kind yeah. of thing. So I'm surprised there isn't stuff, but also it's it's logical that there's not. Yes, it's so true. Like I was actually thinking about it. Like I'm surprised that they didn't like close all the outdoor gatherings around the Easter time. I had really been expecting that yeah. to happen. I was surprised that like bars and everything, everything still stayed open. I, yeah. I I really expected more to happen. Same. I was genuinely shook, but it was nice because I did get to go to um, an Easter service on Sunday, not Friday. We didn't have one at church, but it was nice that I was able to do that. I prefer to be in a physical service rather than a Zoom call. It makes me feel more like I'm just really there in the spirit as opposed to just sitting there in my pajamas, like following like, yes. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in church this weekend. My Ooh. sister's church where I attended had uh, had two silent services on Saturday. So oh. I spent a big part of Saturday and then wow. Sunday in the church. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad churches were still open. What is a silent service? You sit in silence and listen to music in the church. And huh? yeah, it, it kind of... It kind of slots in with our health tip later on as well. But it's kind of like a meditative, just sitting, enjoying being in the church, enjoying the music, thinking about scripture, thinking about God. It's it's a really nice experience. You should try it at some point. Wow, that's really interesting. If you guys have ever tried this, please send us a WhatsApp. Tell us your experience with a silent service, especially during the Easter weekend. We would love to hear from you. You guys can just WhatsApp us at 81 1657. Zoe on 180 degrees. Let's get straight into something that's very exciting. We are going to have a very interesting interview. Here in studio, we have Mr. Kingsley Chikuma. He will be talking to us about his work in Kailicha with children. He has a soccer team for them. He he evangelizes and he just provides a lot of resources for these children, giving them computer literacy lessons. And he's going to elaborate on that with us tonight. So I'd just like to say good evening, sir. How are you doing? Good evening. I'm doing very well, thanks. And how are you? I am doing so well. It is such an honor and a pleasure to have you in studio. I'm so excited. So I would just like to ask you, how did you get into this business of helping children? I understand that your background education-wise is very different from mm-hmm. what you currently do do yes. now. Um. I think if I have to talk about it, I have to refer back to uh, my love for children, you know. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, I love children so much and that um, back so many years ago, wherever I go, um, like kids are all over me, you know. Mm-hmm. Even in the church, it happens that sometimes when I go to church, um, I end up leaving the church with my clothes dirty uh-huh. because they just want to be around me. And sometimes we get, Uncle, can we run now? You know, so it became part of me. Um, I saw it as a passion, but eventually I discovered it was not just a passion. It was a calling that gave birth to the passion, you know. So um, everything actually started in 2017, Mm. you know, when I came to Kailisha to do full-time ministry. Um, It happened that... um, I managed, I was teaching a few kids the Bible, and all of them just came in, you know. 
And the next day, they said, we just want to have another Bible study. Before I know, I had like 40 kids everywhere. They were coming from everywhere. And I was also doing evangelism, which I'm still doing. So when they see me on the streets, they call me Amand Lakati, means the, oh. the power of God. So I got some uh, booklets from um, uh, Frontline Fellowship. Yeah. So it's called The Power of God. So it also, Amand Lakati, well, I don't know if I pronounce it right. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. But that's a very powerful title, right? Yeah. So they call me that and they kept on coming. Before, you know, we have up to 60 um, children all over. And I mean, that was how we started. And I continued teaching them twice in a week. Eventually, I made it to be once in a week. And it's been going quite very well. And since then, uh, some of them are now teenagers. Mm. Yeah. It started 2017. Yeah. So some of them are now like 14 years, 15 years. And they're doing quite very well. So um, what I can say, it's because of my love for children. You know, I love children. Actually, one of my hobbies is playing with kids. <laughs> so I just love to play with kids. So uh, my passion actually pushed me to teach them Bible. I just want to see them love God and, and change their lives. But it happened that uh, sometime in 2017, there was a time I stopped teaching them mm. Bible because I didn't have a good venue to do the programs, so many things were happening, so <clears throat> so I stopped. And then while I was in a dream, somebody paid me a visit in a dream and said, God sent him to come and ask me, why did I stop teaching the kids Bible? And I was like, I said, because I don't have a venue. And said, so God says he's going to provide a venue for you. Just go and start teaching them immediately. Say, so God say, do not waste any time to teach them Bible. So when I woke up, I realized, no, this is not just a passion. It was a calling. So I took it over. And today I have up to 60 mm. kids that I'm teaching Bible every week. I actually have now um, two women who are volunteering from the community to assist me. And I'm also partnering with uh, CBN, mm. Christian Broadcasting Network, to provide them with um, what you call Superbook. Yes, I've heard of Superbook. Yes, it's a Bible animated video. So that's what we use to project on the wall. So they like to watch the, you know, the visuals. See the, so it's been going quite very well. So actually right now, I'm actually, um, the ones that have grown to teenagers, mm -hmm. I've moved them to teenage group. So the children remain children and the teenagers move to. So I, it's, yeah. Um, so you've uh, told us quite a bit about the services you offer. Are there any other services that are for kids? Yes. So um, I am actually a computer programmer. Mm -hmm. uh, that means I code. So, so, but I'm doing full-time minister right now, so I don't code anymore. So when I started teaching them, I realized, okay, I'm teaching them Bible, but they need skills. They need to be empowered as young children. So I started teaching them coding. It was just a little bit. I had two computers. But it was difficult because I had like 40 coming and using two computers. But today, um, the Lord has provided that um, I have up to 14 computers. Wow. Yeah, wow. I have up to 14 computers, up to 14 or 15, yeah. And I bought a shipping container. So we have a classroom, a very nice classroom right now. That I have like three different groups. I have children, I have different teenagers, I have up to 40 students. I'm teaching, and some of them actually right now, some teenagers are actually building the website right now. Oh, wow. With the with, with, uh, database. And <laughs> it's really amazing. Really a blessing to the community. <laughs> yes. 
So that's one of the uh, services I offer to them. We also have a soccer team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a co-owner of a soccer team with a, one of the people in the community. So my job is to teach them Bible, uh, moral values, and encourage them with their studies. And the other person teach them soccer. And also we try to source for help. Um, the other thing I offer them is we, I recently started teaching them maths. But not me. I'm not doing <laughs> Same. I yeah. hear you there. So, so uh, a friend of mine offered, uh, called me and said, hey, I saw you have a lot of children. Can I teach them math? It's a math teacher. I said, that's mm-hmm. good. So we started teaching them math now, right now. So, and also, I, um, the other thing I do for them is to just empower them with, uh, like, to be uh, business conscious. Mm-hmm. So we, um, a friend of mine has a spice company. So I buy spice from them. I give them, they sell, they make money from there to help themselves and their family. They use the money to cut their hairs, slippers, whatever they want to buy. Yeah, just do something for themselves. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. Can you tell us more about the soccer team that you are coaching for these children? So we are called um, Rising Stars. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, about, I think, three divisions. We we play at um, what they call Mandela Park Stadium. Mm -hmm. So we... Basically, we take uh, we take the, the boys who want to play soccer. Uh, we take the boys who want to play soccer. We we take them to the field and we teach them. And we saw that they love soccer. So uh, a lot of them actually we have up to approximately uh, forty kids. Forty kids. Yes. Wow. We also wow. have an older division uh, who are like uh, adults. Yes. Uh, that's actually quite a few kids to handle. Are you the only person um, coaching them with the soccer? Or do you have some helper volunteers with that? Uh, as I said, I don't teach. Uh, I don't coach. Mm. I just teach them moral values. Mm. Yes. So I have this the, 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 the coach himself who do the coaching. Mm. But we also have a few people that comes now and then to mm-hmm. um, to help to teach them. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I wanted to ask, how do you use all of these mediums to evangelize to the youth? Okay, so initially, when I started the full-time ministry, I was doing like door-to-door, which mm-hmm. I'm still doing, go to mm-hmm. people's house. And like tracts and stuff. Yeah, knock on the door, preach to them, go on the street. So I realized how there are a lot of youths who are mm-hmm. lost on the street, you know, with drugs and so many things. So I decided to go for the youth. And I realized a lot of young men, they don't even know what church is all about, like mm-hmm. God. If you ask them, who is Abraham? They, say, they don't know Abraham. Who is Moses? They don't know. Have you been to church before? Maybe when I was a child. So I began to, it, it's been a very difficult thing. I started talking to them, talking to them. So I just go on the street. When I see youths hanging around, I just go and talk to them. I can tell you today I have a youth group. We do Bible study twice in a week, up to 40. Uh, sorry, up to 20 youths. Then I have another group of teenagers, like uh, 15, mm. different group, you know, who are like youths. We used to be together, but we decided to divide them mm. based on the ages. The okay. Years. okay. I would like to ask, besides the fact that you clearly do enjoy doing this, I can tell from the way you talk about it. I feel like mm. people who work with just children, mm. you really, really, really have to like children to, to get along with that them. That passion and, has yes, to be there. It has to be present. Yes. So besides the fact that you get to fulfill this passion of yours, what else would you say would be like, or maybe even the best part aside from that? What would the best part be about helping these children? 
Um, the best part I can say is seeing them um, living in their identity. Mm. You see, um, when you do ministry, the place that I'm doing ministry, you will realize that a lot of kids, a lot of people actually do not know who they are. Mm. So the best part is when I use the Bible and through the Bible, give them their real identity. Yes. And they're able to know who they are. And when they go out, they are bold. Mm -hmm. So when you try to mislead them, you can't mislead them because a good foundation has been laid in Christ. Yes. So when I see, uh, for example, recently one of the kids that I used to teach, now a teenager, he's now 15, he called me and said, can you please put me, I want to be a teacher to the younger ones. Oh, wow. So now he's in training now. He'll be teaching the younger ones. Understand? So... I can see uh, some of them, when I came there, they stole, money from their, they stole some money from their parents. Like they go steal from the, their, their mother. But today, they don't do that. So mm. the best part is actually watching these kids being transformed. You know, some of them used to fight on the streets. Mm. But today, they don't do that anymore. So seeing them being transformed through the word of God mm -hmm. is actually the best part for me. Seeing them knowing the identity because if you know who you are, then you know who you are not. Yes. Somebody cannot come to you and say, you are this. Yes. And you accept. You can say, no, I know who I am. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. So today I can see not all of them has changed, you know, yeah. but majority of them has really changed. Yeah. Today that when I'm not having a Bible study, their parents will call me, why you not have a Bible study for our, parents, for our kids? You know, like, they'll be like, the kids see me on the street. Sometimes I have to run because... They want to... <laughs> you know, let me tell you a story. Uh, there was a time I, I was very sick. So, because I was so busy, not having time for myself. So, I had to go and rest. I have to go to my friend's house to rest. It happened that I didn't tell them when I was leaving because I know when I tell them, they would like want to discourage me from going. Yeah. So they looked for me, they couldn't see me. So they went and wrote some notes, putting it in my house, apologizing, like, did we do something wrong? Why did you leave us? Oh. You know, please forgive us. I remember one boy, he wrote and said, I know I drank alcohol the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so it was like, no way. Please don't leave us. But I just came back. I told them, no, I cannot just leave you. Mm. You know. So the best part, as you ask, is just seeing them having that identity. Yeah. And today being that, you know, children that God wants them to be. Yeah. Knowing who they are, not being uh, deceived by what is happening in the community. So that those changes. Are, and the best part is also um, seeing them know that there's someone that cares for them. Mm -hmm. Because, you see, some of the kids... Um, sometimes the parents are not there, understand? Yeah. Or the mom just, you know, throw the kid to the grandmother and now the grandmom can't do a lot. So when I see them running to me, like for example, before I came here, a child came to me, I don't have food. You see, mm -hmm. where's my father? I can't find the father. I went and bought her some things. Then I went and looked for the father, called the father. So knowing that when they are hungry yeah. or when they, they are scared, they know there's someone out there mm -hmm. who cares. Yes. Let me go to him. He's going to help me. 
that's one of the best part. No, it, because every child needs to have this confidence in them, mm-hmm. knowing that there's someone out there that cares. Understand? Uh, uh, let me tell you something. I went for this group uh, because I, I do drug addict ministry. Yes. So we're talking, and, and the young boy said, I went to drugs because I could not get anything from my family. Even when I go to school and after the, the report, and I bring my report home, my parents will say, we didn't even believe you can do this. Mm. Like they discourage him, mm. telling him that we don't believe in you that you can do this. So the boy began to see himself as somebody who is worthless, mm. has no value. Then he began to drop, drop out of school because the parents say, we don't believe in you. So that had a negative impact in his life. So, but today, those kids that I have, there's a positive impact. Yeah. So when they look, they know somebody says, you can do it. You can become a medical doctor. You can become a lawyer. You can, those, those are the things that when they talk about it, for example, when I pass on the road, if somebody did something wrong, they're going to come to me. Mm-hmm. We saw him. He's doing that. <laughs> Understand? Yeah. Yeah. So those are the things that when I look at it, it's something that gives me joy. It's the best part for me. That transformation, that change. So when they grow up with it, they will not depart from it. Mm. It just reminds me of the saying that people always say, like, if you don't stand for anything, then you'll fall for everything. Yeah. And also another thing you said that really just resonated with me is the fact that these children that you are caring for are in positions where they are very vulnerable to being like adopted air quotes by a gang because the gang knows that these children don't have a stable support system so they go to them first to try and get them and recruit them and the fact that you are like this big brother this figure this father figure actually not a big brother but this Mm -hmm. father figure for these children so that they know that they don't have to turn to a life of crime even though that may seem like it's their only way out because Mm. they've just been put in a position where they just feel so hopeless and you give them this hope you teach them all these new skills like computer literacy mm. who knows how many like scientists and just geniuses live in all these areas that no one has ever heard of but they don't have access to the right yeah, resources. they don't have the resources or the yes. care or the love right? to just because yes. children need to be nurtured so yeah. true. like that's one of their basic needs and yeah thank you very much for doing that for your community yes yes i would like to ask if there's any way that anyone listening can like reach out and like follow the journey or help you in any way um right now we are trying to start up like a music group for them Ooh, like a band yeah so um i don't have the resources yet like i have the keyboard and and you know trying to look for so i think if uh, there are people who are into music yeah that would like to volunteer to say hey you know come on come and teach them something Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on that already. So if somebody can volunteer, that we appreciate that yes. very much. And also in a soccer team, we sometimes some of the boys they just want to go and play in a suburb or somewhere else. Yeah, do you understand me? They just want to experience a new environment. You know, play with other people. So if there are people who are into soccer, you know, they they have a team, they can always call us. Like bring your boys, let's come play friendly matches, mm-hmm. things like that. You know. And also, if you're into IT, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you can also like volunteer one of these days, you know, come and teach coding. Like if you're into coding like me, yeah, because it keeps me too busy. I have to like teach uh, from how before I used to teach from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. 
four classes. Wow. That was during the holiday. Now there's a school has started, so I teach from 2 p.m. to half past eight. Oh, that's still a lot yeah. of hours. <laughs> I'm, I still have to go out to preach to drug addicts. Yeah. Take them to rehabs. I, I'm also studying online, you know. I still have to study at night. I still have to go and preach to people. I still have to get called here because, you know, in the township, some of the kids, I'm like a father to them. So their mom, they don't have like a father. Their mom takes me as a father. Mm. So when they misbehave, their mom calls me and say, I, I will be the one to discipline the child, mm. direct the child. Sometimes after discipline, I have to go buy them something to show them love, you know. Mm. So that's what I do. So um, sometimes I have to go to their school to represent them because there's no parents to represent them in school. So I'll be the one to represent as a father for them. So most of the time, I'm very busy. Or people picking me up to go look for their drug addicts, um, son or something. So sometimes if I can get people who say, hey, we can come once in two weeks even to help to teach coding, um, I would really appreciate that. Or like we're starting the, um, the music team, I would also appreciate that. Yeah. Do you have any like handles on social media or websites that people can go to? Yes. So um, currently I'm using my uh, my name. Yeah. Yeah. Kingsley Chukuma. Um, I'm also, I just uh, created um, a page for the ministry because my ministry is called Church Builders. So it's called Church Builders, but I haven't really updated a lot because I'm too busy. Like yeah. I don't have time. I just have to dedicate that, you know, call somebody to take care of that. But where I usually make an update is in my personal account, like Kingsley Chukuma. Okay, thank you very much. Yes, that was a very lovely interview. I really enjoyed it. And just hearing about all the things you do for the youth. Mm. I'd just like to thank you so much, sir. You're welcome. Thank I mean, it's the work of God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on straight into the Bible quiz. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. <laughs> And we have entered the mystery Bible quiz. Bible quiz. Bible quiz. <laughs> All right. So the Bible quiz for this week is what was Samson's weakness? Mm-hmm. And you guys get bonus points for sending in the chapter of the Bible that's in as well. Yes, indeed. If you guys have any idea what Samson's weakness was, and let's just say, if you don't know, he he was lying to Delilah a lot about what it was. He gave her like three different weaknesses. Yeah, they had a bit of a toxic relationship. Right? There. And the fact that she'd try them and he'd still be like, you know what? Maybe she's not trying to kill I'll give me. Her another chance. Right? That was so crazy. So if you guys have any idea what the correct weakness was, please WhatsApp the answer to 081-729-1657. I repeat 081 729 Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. Now, before that, we asked you guys a very important question. It formed a part of this week's Bible quiz. And the question was, what was Samson's true weakness? Mm -hmm. If you guys got a few wrong ones, I really cannot blame you because, you know, she lied. I mean, Samson lied a lot to Delilah. I, I see we have some answers, but unfortunately... 
it is in offer cons. So I am gonna <laughs> assume that you got it correct. Uh, unfortunately, I can't come around <laughs> at the screen to verify at the moment. It's at a very bad angle. I will verify afterwards though. And you'll know very soon if it was right or not. So let me give the answer. Samson's true weakness was his hair. And you can, <laughs> and you can find his story in Judges chapter 13 to 16. Mm. Tweet us at I am Y movement. You are here for the final moments of 180 degrees, Woo-hoo. right? The time has really flown by, guys. It has actually been a very fast hour. I feel like I've just sat down and I'm like, oh, now mm. I, I have to go again. You are going to get used to it. It's crazy. You literally blink and then like the hour is gone. But that's nice as well because it's a bit stressful coming and sitting in the studio and being like, <laughs> I have to talk now. I have to be on for the radio. And then like, it's so good to just, it passes. Mm-hmm. And it just felt so natural and nice. Right. Yeah. You don't feel it. Hopefully you listeners feel the exact same way about <laughs> listening to our show. We're so excited for next week. But that's when we're going to be out because unfortunately we have to say goodbye for now. Mm, you guys will have a good evening. Go rest well for the rest of your public holiday. Indeed, guys. Same time next week. Goodbye for now.